Welcome to Equipus Church Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. And it just proved how, how, how uh, strong it has been where Jason's up here going, what's that? Wow, spirit, truth, what? And so um, we, we ain't got anywhere to go. I'm going to do the whole series again. This morning, we'll get out of here by about three, just in time to have popcorn tonight. Is that all right? Okay, I was joking. Some people have serious looks on their faces there anyway. Hey, just to remind you, we are, as this has come out of John chapter 4, and it's the story of where Jesus um, ministers with a, a woman, a Samaritan woman at a well. And um, there's a whole lot of dialogue in and around this, and there's... Um, you know, Jesus came and has just he he was starting to share that he was the Messiah. He was the he's the, he's the Messiah, the Anointed One, come to redeem Israel. All that what they've been believing for and hoping for, and now the ministry is just about to be released and exposed. He's been with the disciples for a number of, a, a number of bit of time, and now he's ready to go and share. And he, so he's having this conversation with essentially what is. You could say uh, quite a, an outcast person. Um, and if you read through her life, there was a whole lot of, she was probably hanging on to a whole lot of shame. He hadn't, he hadn't you know, we, she hadn't done her life right. Who knows that right? Anyway, uh, and, and the thing I love about this is that Jesus came to minister to absolutely anyone. Absolutely anyone. If you're here this morning, he came to minister to you. It doesn't matter if you're, you feel like you're the lowest of the lowest person in the world. It doesn't matter if you've committed the most heinous possible crimes. That's challenging right there, eh? Now, Jesus came for every single person. And I love the fact that he came and he just had this conversation and, and, he, and, he, and he hit a number of topics. And one of the topics where he heard about was where we worship. And this is where the line came from. And, and it's, it's in, in John chapter 4, verse 23. And it says, But the time is coming, and indeed it is here now, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship Him this way. It hasn't changed. It's still about the Father finding people who will worship Him in spirit and in truth. And so, again, I want to encourage you, worship, it takes us on a journey. Worship is a choice. Worship is intimate. That's, and, and then we, how do we worship in spirit? Well, we worship in spirit because we're connected in spirit. How do we connect in spirit? We connect in spirit by faith. By faith, believing that Jesus died died on the cross, rose again three days later by the power of the Holy Spirit, took my sin, took your sin, our sin on the cross, redeemed us, paid the penalty, atonement that no one, nothing else could do. And by faith, we just received that this morning. And at the end of the service, we're going to give you an opportunity to receive that if you're here and you haven't done that before. 
And so we worship him, and, and, our, and then we read in Acts chapter 2 where the Holy Spirit is then released to all of us, and that, that, that the Holy Spirit now lives in us. The Holy Spirit lives in you. Some people are like, oh, man, that's a, that's a crazy thought. It is a crazy thought, but it's a true thought. It's a, tr- it's a reality. The Holy Spirit lives in you. If you've declared Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have a measure of the Holy Spirit living in you. Now, there is water baptism where we get baptized in water to show uh, the, the world that what Jesus has done in our heart publicly is an outward symbol of what Jesus has done in our heart. When we go under the water of baptism and we come up out of the water, it's like dying to our old life, coming back up. Now, there's another baptism in the baptism in the Holy Spirit where I believe that the Lord releases the Holy Spirit on our lives and He releases gifts and the ability and the power of God to do the things God calls us to do. Yeah? yeah. Who's excited about that? That's another cr- massive concept. And it's a journey that we grow in about knowing that the power of God, the gift of the Holy Spirit are living in and through our lives. And this morning, I want to focus on worshiping in spirit and in truth. I want to talk about truth this morning. Who loves truth? Who remembers that old movie, A Few Good Men? Like, as older I get, that movie's getting older. And... uh, so I reckon there's five people in this room that actually know that movie. It's when Tom Cruise is a, is a young lawyer and he, and he has this moment where he's like, you can't handle the truth. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We, we actually, some, we can't handle the truth sometimes. The, the, to worship the Lord in truth this morning, I, I pray that God's going to help unpack this. But, you know, we love truth. Everyone wants to know the truth, Right? Because the Bible says, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Because everyone wants to live free. It's a good thing this morning. Do you want to live free this morning? Yeah, amen. Of course we want to live free. Are there areas that you might be wrapped up in and, and struggling with and being challenged with? Yeah. But let's learn how to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth this morning. And I really believe that it will bring freedom into your lives. I, I was a little bit excited about this message, so I just jumped straight into it. But I really want to actually acknowledge them. Uh, we've got the young adult overnighter coming up. And uh, if you are a young adult, even you know slightly older than a young adult, young professional, I want to encourage you, make the time this coming weekend to, to go on camp. It's a moment where I know that the, the Lord will turn up. He will mess with you. He'll mold you, he'll shape you, you'll encounter God in an amazing way. If you're not planning on going, drop everything. You need to be there. If, I don't know how many times, how many young adults come away from the young adult camp and having it been a definitive and a pivotal moment in their Christian life. And especially if you're a student or a university or all that. So can I encourage you? We've got two amazing uh, ministers of the Word of God, Ben and Esther Greenwood, and they're going to be there. And can I encourage you, if you are already going, do what you can to uh, bribe, coerce anyone who isn't actually going yet. Can I encourage you? There's a challenge, young adults. 
<laughs> uh, currently, I believe, how many registrations? 22. Okay, so the 22 people who are registered, if you can get over 60 people there, I'll pay for 22 registrations. All right? So there's a challenge to all those that are already registered. Why are we doing this? Because we know it's going to impact people's lives. Is that okay? Okay, right, sweet. Um, now, for every young adult person who's not going, I just need 22 people to help me out, pay for some registrations. <laughs> can, I see, can I see one at the back? One, no, anyway. <laughs> anyway, back to worshiping. And spirit and in truth, little ad libs like, you know, those annoying commercials that come up on your reels now. Anyway, moving on. To worship in spirit and in truth. To worship in truth. I, I really believe that the Lord's laid something on my heart to help us learn how to worship in truth. But I think it's going to mess with you. Because it messes with me. And this morning, um, in my great English language and my skillful articulation and my amazing ability of spelling, I've, um, I've come up with an acronym to help us. All right, the acronym's truth, okay? It's not, a, it's not a trick question this morning, but to help remind us to worship in spirit and in truth. And so worship is intimate, worship is a choice, worship in spirit is connecting our spirit with the Holy Spirit. But now how do we worship God in truth? And so the first thing to worship God in truth this morning, and the acronym with truth is, is truth is founded in trust. The first point this morning that I want to talk to you about, if you want to learn how to worship God in spirit and in truth, you've got to learn how to trust. You have to learn how to trust the Lord. Now, if you've been in church for a long time, you don't even have to be prophetic right now for the scripture that I'm going to share with you. And, and I've told you, I've shared a number of times, the first 10 scriptures in Proverbs chapter 3 have been really prominent. Like there's something I've just decided to trust God with. In Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, though, it says this, My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. Store my commands in your heart. Why your heart? Because out of the heart flows the issues of life. When you gotta, you, when, don't store them in your head. Dumb. Dumb place to store them. Because you're never, ever going to be able to figure out God. And, and your head is, tries to figure out God. No, you've got to store it in your heart. Because out of your heart flows the issue. When you, and what, what I like is uh, your heart helps you. Because it says, store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and you'll live a satisfying life. Who wants to live a satisfying life? Everyone. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. The first thing that the writer of this Proverbs says, he says, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. How do we worship God in spirit and in truth? Through loyalty and kindness. Loyalty and kindness. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. 
Then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. Who wants to have favor with God and people? And who, who wants to earn a good reputation? All of us. Then verse 5, which is well known. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. Store my commands in your heart. Can you trust God? If you want to be able to learn how to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, and this is what the Father, who the Father is looking for, for people who will worship Him in spirit and in truth, it starts with, can you trust God? Can you trust God? Is, 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 is God someone we put our, our trust and our hope in? Or is God a genie in a bottle where we rub and we ask, expect to have everything organized and sorted out? That's not trusting God. Just trusting God is going, you know what, Lord? I trust you. Truth is founded in trust this morning. I'm encouraging you this morning. Come on, let's continue to trust God. The next one, and we're going to go through these a little bit quickly. There's R, and it's, we've got to go to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Is, is, is truth, there, has, there is a reality. There's a reality of God. Might not be our reality, but it's a reality of God. In Hebrews chapter 11, the faith chapter, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. For it is the evidence of the things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. This is the second time we've heard scriptures on a good reputation. A good reputation is about worshiping the Lord in truth this morning, about trusting God. And notice right now, I'm not defining anything. Oh, what's the truth about this? What's the truth about that? Sounds like I'm going to start rapping a song. Not going to happen. Uh, but the, the reality, faith is, shows the reality. See, this morning, the worship God in spirit and in truth is, is about worshiping Him through faith. It's about going to God's reality. Not, we, I'm not saying we're naive. I'm not saying there's not things going on in our world. But it's about going, you know what, God, I'm going to go to your reality. Not my reality. I'm going to buy. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. Let's go to God's reality this morning. Worshiping in truth and in spirit and in truth is, is, is found. Tr worship in truth. Truth is founded in trust. Go R is reality. We worship, we worship God in the realm of faith and the reality of God. It's His reality. It's not our reality. As I said before, it's not about we don't, we're not naive. There is stuff going on in our world, but, you know, we can still worship God in His reality. Jason shared this morning the scripture out of John 10.10. 10. That's God's reality. Abundance, overflowing. The devil does kill. Come, uh, the, the, the thief does come to steal, kill, and destroy. But can we worship God? But the, the Lord's come in, in abundance this morning. That's God's reality. Are you living in God's reality? Not just our reality. We live in God's 
reality. Next one. Everyone's getting excited. These points are going through fast. You're getting home for lunch. You is, is how do we worship God in spirit and in truth, in tr trust, reality, and understanding. To worship God in spirit and in truth takes a whole lot of understanding. Understanding that no one's got it figured out. People ask me sometimes, and I say to them, you know, I figured out one thing, that no one's got it figured out. Have you got it figured out? If you, I'll come and have a coffee with you if you've got it figured out. You can, I'll sit with you if you've got it figured out. But it's understanding. In Isaiah 55, who knows the scripture? God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher. Verse 8 says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts. Well, that's great. Who's had thoughts before? <laughs> you, you, I'm glad that God's thoughts are nothing like your thoughts. The Bible says here, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. I love this scripture because it makes me think about when people get grumpy and mad at God. I'm like, are you, just, are you trying to put yourself on the same level? Are you trying to understand God? Are you trying to like, this? anyway, that's just me. I won't be venting anything this morning. But it's God's thoughts. Going back to Proverbs chapter 3. Do not depend on, my, on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do. Something goes wrong. Okay. Don't tell me you haven't ever said that. Something goes wrong and you're like, God, I don't understand. He goes, well, go back to his reality. You go back to trusting in God. I don't understand why this is happening. You say, seek your will and all you do. I am. But it's still, this is still messed up. This is still going on. Can you go back to his ways are higher than our ways? Can we go back to his thoughts are higher than our thoughts? Can we go back to the reality of faith? The reality of trusting in God. See, I think this is what the Lord's talking about when he says to worship in spirit and in truth. It's to worship God in, in faith and it's an understanding and in his reality. When we read that, we can be very quickly to go, okay, what is the truth? I don't think we can define truth. Don't get me wrong, there the the I believe in the Word of God, and I believe it's a truth, and I believe we align ourselves to the Word of God. But don't try and define every single situation. You've got to use the whole Word of God, not just one or two scriptures out of the Bible. Is that okay? Side note right there. Understanding God's ways are higher than our ways, His thoughts. As far as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. It's challenging though, isn't it? 
really is challenging to go, you know what, God, I'm going to put my trust in you. Even when the fan is hit us, I'm going to still put my trust in you. Because the reality is, is the, as again, we'll go back to that scripture that Jason shared this morning. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I did a study on that as, uh, ages ago, and another word for steal is stealth. You know, we've got to guard our hearts sometimes because the devil just sneakily gets in there and then suddenly you're like, wow, how did that happen? But let's continue to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth with trust, God's reality, and leaning on his understanding. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Next one is uh, everyone's going to love this. Don't shoot the messenger. Is worship the Lord through the through the testing. You're gonna be tested. You are gonna be tested. One Peter one six through eight. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead. Even though you must endure many trials for a little while, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It's being tested as fire tests and purified gold. Through your, fa- through your faith is far, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with glorious, inexpressible joy. Like if I'm honest, I hate those type of scriptures. No, no, no one wants to rejoice and be glad that they're going to go through a trial. It's like the word fun run. Like, it's like... Like, no one, okay, I wake up in the morning, yes, Lord, it's going to be the crappest day ever. <laughs> Excuse me if that was a bad word. But this is, this is why we read Scripture. So we read Scripture so that when, unfortunately, tests and trials do come, and they will come, we can hold on. To what God has for us. We can, what does it say here? Oh, okay, I'm going through this. It's gonna be bring glory to God. It's gonna bring bring praise to God. I don't like having to go through these things, but if it's gonna bring glory to God, then that's okay. Because we're created to bring worship and glory to God. I love that last scripture in verse 8. Your love for him, you love him even though you've never seen him, though you do not see him now. You trust Him, and you rejoice with glorious, inexpressible joy. As I am an English scholar, I had to look up the word inexpressible. inexpressible. I read in, in the dictionary, and it says this. It's uh, incapable of uttering or describing in words. Come on, guys who are married, when was the last time you were incapable or unable to describe in words. It's like you might have been standing like this. And then you turn around. 
Guys, this is a moment to go, yes. Remember you saw your bride. Maybe when you saw kids for the first, babies, I should say. When was the last time you were out of words? Because you're just utterly incapable of declaring the glory of God. When were you last amazed? When were you last, oh God, man, that is so amazing, God. That's unbelievable. God, you're so good. Because he wants you to know how amazing he is. Nothing of Palm Sunday and laying down palms and Jesus riding in on a donkey. So uneloquent, unamazing, expressible. Like, man. What you get? That's nothing. But when you're like, man, and Jesus comes into your heart and you remember what he did on the cross, that's unexpressible. That's un- uh, unfathomable. You rejoice with glorious, inexpressible joy when God answers that prayer that you've been praying for, that you're believing for that breakthrough. When God doesn't answer that prayer, when you're still praying and you're still believing, because why? Because God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's why you can sometimes worship the Lord in gladness and you can worship the Lord in sadness. And you can lift up his mighty name. And you can stand here and go, Lord, I'm going to worship you in spirit and in truth. No matter about my situations going on, because I can trust in you. I can understand your reality, God. I can understand who you are, God, and not my ways. Your ways are higher. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go through tests. Psalm 23. Come on, God's given us the most famous scriptures just to shortcut and help us out. Even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. We can worship. You can worship through any situation. And H and the worship team, if you guys can jump up and where would a message be without Hebrews chapter 10? Hebrews chapter 10, many of you will know one of my favorite passages of the Bible. But I'm just going to use one scripture, verse 23. To worship God and spirit and in truth takes trust. It takes God's, it takes a, a faith reality. It takes an understanding. Yeah, we're going to go through challenges and tested but it's about hope. To worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, we hold on to the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. Let us hold tightly, verse 23, Hebrews chapter 10. Without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep His promise. 
I love these scriptures. Because there is, is, there, is there times in your life where you waver? Of course there is. There's times where we get put to the test. There's t- times where tra- challenges, trials happen, and, and it does make you like start trying to figure things out and you say, oh, well, if I just do this or if I just do that or maybe I, maybe I should try that or maybe, maybe I should try this. What's that? Let's just, let's, that's a subtle wavering. But the Bible says here, let us hold fast the confession of our faith. This is the New King James Version. Without wavering for the He who promised is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. I want to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth because this is what the Father is looking for is we can worship the Lord. Why? Because we trust Him. Why? Because we're going to God's reality. Why? Because we're not going to stand on our own understanding. We're going to go to His thoughts, His ways. Yeah, even though we are tested, we can fear no evil. We can bring glory to God and we can hold on to hope. Last little summary. Worshiping in spirit is trusting God's reality, not living by our own understanding worshiping Him through the trials, tests, and storms and holding on to the hope we have in Jesus. If you are in Jesus, even if you are in a challenging time. On this morning, have we got faith? Have you got faith to continue just worshiping Jesus in spirit and in truth through every situation? You know, you might have been a Christian for a long time and you might have experienced a whole lot of things. You might have experienced being disappointed by leaders. You might have been experienced being disappointed by God not coming through because you've been holding on to a promise and it still hasn't happened. You might be in a place this morning where you're, you might be a little bit disillusioned or you might be a little bit, ah, oh, I love God, but yeah, this is as good as it gets. No, it's not. I wonder if we could just this morning just choose to again humble ourselves because the reality is is to to worship Him in spirit and in truth is is to say Lord I need you take away all your experiences take away all those disappointments can we just focus on the cross and what Jesus did because he's still worthy. And it's our ability to continue to worship in spirit and in truth, to trust him, to live in his reality, to live in God's understanding. Yeah, we're going to be tested. But could you hold onto the hope that we have in Christ Jesus? Many people in this room, I know some of your stories. I know some of the challenges you're going through. And and we pray about them and believe them. And I can do that. But what we need you to do, what God wants you to do is to hold on to Him. 
is to hold on to Him. To hold on to Him through any challenging time, any situation. That unabandoned worship. Many of you will know, as we finish this morning, of Paul and Silas in the book of Acts. Followers of Christ, doing, outworking everything that God has asked them to do. They're like ticking off all the right things. Living at the top of faith. Living at the top of belief. Living at the top of mission. Living at the top of dying to self. Living in what they believe God's called them to do, to be missionaries. Where are they? They're in the dungeon of dungeons. They're in the worst possible place. They're, the people say that this is like, you go into the dungeon and then there's the dungeon inside of the dungeon or the jail inside of the jail. It's dark, it's filthy, it's, it's the worst possible place. But yet they chose to worship. Can we take heart this morning that God answers? I really believe that as we continue to worship God in spirit and in truth, He will lead you. And even this morning, come on, why don't we stand to our feet? The worship team's gonna lead us in worship this morning. And I wanna encourage you. This could be one of those moments where you make a choice like Paul and Silas. We go, you know what? I'm just going to worship. And it might hurt. It might make tears come down your eyes. Because that's God's inexpressibleness. Because He can be trusted. We can live in God's reality. We can live in His understanding. And He loves you. You're going to be tested, but we can still worship in spirit and in truth. Why? Because this is what the Lord is looking for, people who are with unabandoned faith, trusting God. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.